guys, welcome back to the Midday Mumbles podcast. I'm Gage. I'm Isaac. I'm Brody. Brody's back once again. Woo! <gasps> didn't we, quit on us. We missed you, bro. Yeah. I didn't miss this. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, but this episode is brought to you by Allswell. Dreamy mattresses for real life. Also believes in the power of a good night's sleep. For all, it's been their guiding principle since launch. Their goal is to create an affordable mattress without sacrificing quality or luxury. The result, the Oswald Queen costs $345. That is not a typo. So if you use the link in the show notes, you get access to free shipping, a 10-year limited warranty, and a 100-night risk-free trial. And financing as low as 0% APR. Now, who does not want to sleep on an Oswell tonight? No one. I think Isaac does, and I do. And I know Brody I definitely want to sleep on an Oswell mattress. I think I would take an Oswell right now <laughs> over the crappy dorm mattress. Use link in, in the show notes to uh, uh, take advantage of this deal and uh, maybe buy someone a mattress for the holidays. How's everyone doing today? How you doing, Brody? Isaac? Uh, Brody's back this week, so no more awkward conversations with Isaac. <laughs> excuse me i'm just kidding we had a good episode last week good episode indeed but um it's, I'm, we're glad to have you back brody we missed you bro yeah good to be back Say yeah. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so far you've said eight words so um that's like that's like a new record it is a new record <laughs> i just clapped for him i had to clap I, I, it's kind of hard to with my current recording setup. I'm currently recording with a with a blanket covering over my head to like the top of my monitor, and it's just kind of sticking there. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you guys think this audio sounds good because I'm sacrificing my neck's integrity for you. Oh yeah, who cares about your neck? Me. <laughs> It'll grow. And all well mattresses, they probably do. Yes. They want me to sleep well with my neck be nice and comfortable. Yeah, so how's everyone's week been? I mean, it, it's a good one, right? I mean, it's the first official week in December. Um, it's cold outside. How, how Still cold. cold. Yeah, what? how cold is it for you, Brody? Oh, probably as cold as it is for you, just give or take a few degrees. Well, you're a little bit more the other north, uh, so. The other day when I was driving to school... I I noticed it was nine degrees outside and like the car temperature thingy. If you think that's bad, just wait until fucking January. Oh sure, but for December, like I, I it, this is this is pretty cold so far. It is, but hey, it's winter time in Maine. What do you expect? It makes me laugh because like I'll watch the news and uh the first snowfall will like happen in massachusetts or like new york or something and then everyone will be like yeah we can't drive the roads are closed you know we can't figure out how to <laughs> State drive of emergency we're State in, of we're, emergency <laughs> we're here in maine like you know friggin shorts and like you know driving big old trucks just like women it, uh whamming it down the friggin the friggin street you know and they're in new york they're like ah we don't know how to, we don't know how to drive we gotta we gotta stay inside they get a small amount of snow like half what we get and they're freaking out, and we're like, okay, yeah, whatever, you know, still have school, might call it off, you know. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we had school like five inches. It was like complete whiteout conditions. I felt bad for you, Isaac. I saw the snow happen. I heard a lot of bus drivers didn't uh, call. They called in because they didn't want to drive in the snow. I don't blame them. 
I don't either. They probably, some of them lost their job, probably. They probably <laughs> don't want to be liable for killing a bunch of kids in the bus that went sliding off the road. Yeah, I don't know. I think the administrators ought to, ought to look at it like this. If there's, if you wouldn't feel comfortable driving to work, you probably shouldn't put a underpaid bus driver in the position of hauling, you know, a busload of kids to school, you know, in that weather. So moving into our first story. Um, so YouTube CEO, more YouTube news. Um, YouTube CEO Susan Wojcicki was interviewed by Leslie Stahl on CBS's 60 Minutes program this past Sunday. Uh, so basically, uh, they had, they had um, uh, Leslie Stahl was, was interviewing the CEO of YouTube, and they were going over, Isaac, you saw the video, right? Yeah, I watched it. Well, really what it comes down to is 60 Minutes was thinking there isn't enough censorship on YouTube. They they were they were they were trying they were giving examples of, you know, extreme people who have things on the platform and a lot of them really weren't great examples of of that. A lot of them one of the examples they gave had like 200 views and they took it down and then they they used that as an example of like influencing the elections and they had to take it down. Well, here's the problem. Um, So the 60 minutes people went on this, like, you know, Isaac said, um, looking and and saying, okay, there's not enough censorship on this website. Well, the examples that they were pointing out were against the, were on the other side of the opposition. They were, you know, it was like conservative videos and one of their their clips had uh, Stephen Crowder Crowder in it, which, Um, and he was making a joke in the clip they put in. He was making a joke about it was a queer gay joke. Mexican at Vox, which is the guy that used to do all the. He was making a joke about the guy that used to kind of run Vox because he's he's gay. He yeah, he's they Mexican. They lispy, lispy and he's kind of lispy speaking. <laughs> or I guess um, he said lispy queer. Yeah. Well. Uh, so anyway, they had, uh, so it was basically taken out of context and they put the video on, on the platform, on on the, on the interview. Um, and there, there was also this like very racist video from this channel and the channel that we, so if you, if you've seen Steven Crowder, he did a rebuttal to this and uh, they found the channel actually. Um, and it only had like 80 views. One of them had a, a couple hundred views and there was also another example. It was uh, there was a video that went viral a little while ago. Someone took a Nancy Pelosi clip and sped it down, um, and basically slowed it down, um, and it made her sound drunk. Which is right? hilarious. I love to do that on YouTube all it the time. It is hilarious. It is hilarious. A lot of times I'll go on people's videos and they'll change the, like the speed of the video down, and it makes them sound like absolutely hammered. Yeah, <laughs> I encourage you if you're watching this on YouTube. Turn it down to 0.75 speed. We'll all sound in like completely intoxicated. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah, we will. Um, but here's the so they said that they found the video. Well, it you the, there's one video on YouTube that you can find, but it's it's like 90 pages down, right? Um, but I did some research on this, right? And um, I found uh, after like the third page uh, of looking this up. Uh, a ton of videos titled Drunk Trump, right? And they did the same thing with the Trump speech, okay? Why isn't YouTube taking that down, right? 
Well, but uh, they, they wouldn't want them misrepresenting, you know, political figures, right? Oh, oh, oh wait, huh? Oh, <laughs> only if they're against your, you know, against <laughs> your your uh, political um, uh, agenda. So, um, yeah, I I found that, and I I was very confused. I I uh, I watched it, and it was like he was talking about how he his plan on immigration, and he was just very slow. He's like. Yeah, I, I want to build the wall and, you know, it's like, why aren't they taking that down? Like anything related to conservatives that are that's disrespectful, YouTube could care less, Google could care less. So um, I I don't know. I was I was uh, I was surprised by that. But, um, who you know, what are you going to do? Right. What, what do you think of this, Brody? There's not really much we can do about it. I mean, there's a, you're always finding patterns like that and in everything. This is an ongoing issue, but in different forms constantly. Weeks ago, we were talking about Crowder and how can't look up some things and some things are hidden and so on. It's just the same thing, but it looks different now. Right. What's been going on with YouTube is every single week, I think we've discussed something with YouTube. Yeah, there's and a Susan lot of was, was it, however you pronounce her last name. Susan Wojcicki. Wojcicki? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wazowski. <laughs> Wazowski. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but, I don't know, man. Yeah, know, just, it feels it's like it's the same being faster problem. than ever with what they're doing. Well, I think they're they're trying to, to change as much as they can at, at once because... It doesn't exactly stir up as much um, PR, you know what I mean? Like, if if so, if one thing happens on, that YouTube does, you know, and then six months from now something else happens, that's going to create a lot of buzz rather than doing like ten ten things all at once. Oh, um, so you're saying you think they're doing it because the rapid succession of it keeps it all one news story instead of it being several news stories. Yeah, because people helps people forget people get about bored. It. Like, I didn't really want to report on this stuff in this podcast because, like, let's be honest, we've talked too much about YouTube, in my opinion. But it's very important stuff because it's huge. Um, right. One of the terms though that Lizzie Stahl had uh, said was, "Why aren't they cleansing the site?" Um, <laughs> one of the videos on there was of uh, what was it? There was like some gang or something beating up someone but this the video oh no was, it was it was uh it was a video of some other it was some other countries like prison and that's how they yeah. handled their inmates but the video was put up by an anti-group who was um talking Tri- about how that's bad right so they but they, susan, but they left it up that was they left that it was up. the yeah. point of it but susan wojcicki made that point whereas leslie Stahl was why don't you just take it down um, and another thing that they had brought up was freedom of speech, how Susan Wojcicki basically said that they don't really like they don't really they're not really forced to follow freedom of speech laws. They basically put on there what they want. Um, so I don't know. I mean, but it's kind of one of those things. But here's the thing. They are required to follow laws. They're required to follow what provides them security, which is Section 230. They yeah. they have to, you know, allow people to put stuff up on there, and they, it, it's it. People are supposed to have protection on that site. They're not supposed to be able to just take stuff down willy nilly. If if it's like, 
you know, a person shooting up a mosque, which was one video that they gave as an example and they took it down, then yes, they have the right to take that sort of thing down because it's just it's just terrible. Yes, but like, is. but opinionated things, even if it's an unpopular opinion or one that they dislike in YouTube, they don't have the right to take that down. Not legally speaking, but they do it anyways. Honestly, I, I, this is just one sixty minutes interview. This isn't like YouTube announcing anything. This is basically information that we've already known. Right, um, but it is, it is kind of um, interesting. You know, watching. I recommend you guys listen to it. There should be a link in the in the description on on YouTube. But um, yeah, I would recommend checking this out because it's very interesting, um, to say the least. Because a lot of the content on there that they had shown examples for were small videos that didn't even make a blip on the map so youtube they you know the the, she had brought up why don't they um cleanse the site and change specific things um because of one instance and these instances that they had examples for were weren't even like you know weren't seen by many people and you know why 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 change the entire site for everyone just because oh a couple hundred people saw some something but another thing they had said was um uh fake news uh, why are they allowing such fake news on the on the site? That's actually um, uh, the title of the article was misinformation, and um, uh, one of the things was uh, Trump ads saying that Trump ads are are wrong. Obviously, CBS, um, very progressive. Um, they're not really for the you know Trump MAGA any of that stuff. So, uh, one of the things that they were saying was like, you know, why aren't they um, um taking uh, taking down those ads and, and not allowing them. And basically she said exactly what everyone, you know, with a brain would say is, you know, uh, the Democrats might say something um, against the Republicans and the Republicans might say something against the Democrats. There's no way to see if something's true or false. Like each, each side of the, of the, uh, the aisle is going to believe something. And if you were to take one down, you'd be accused of favoritism towards one side. And uh, I think, Google, for the most part, wants to wants to try to attempt to be considered um, uh, unbiased, even though it's very clear what what side of the opposition they're on. Um, but yeah, sorry, sorry for my little rant there. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. It's all good. That's what we want. We want passionate discussion, Gage. So, uh, rotating into our second uh, story, this is actually also YouTube related. Uh, this will be the first time we've had two YouTube stories in one. Uh, YouTube <laughs> Rewind dropped. YouTube Rewind 2019, uh, for the record, uh, dropped and kind of sucks, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, yeah everyone here. <laughs> I mean, it's better than last year's. At least it's that. It's less yes. painful to watch. You see, the problem was it was literally a glorified Watch Mojo video. <laughs> Like yeah. the, okay, I mean that's what that's why I would say that last year's was better than this one. Like last year's, they actually tried to like do something at least. Right, but like, it was just so to, cringy. I know, but yeah. I mean this year's there was like no, there was no originality to this year's. It was just like a format, put stuff into the format, and boom, yeah. you have your thing. Well, here's the thing: back in 2012, the first rewind dropped, and it was actually a top ten video, the top ten biggest videos of the year, and it was actually hosted by. Uh, the number one was like some artist made a video. I think it's like, thank God it's Friday launched on YouTube and she hosted the, the rewind. 
they went over the top 10 most viewed videos of the of the year. Well, then they started out this new format where it's like this long form dance video. You know, it's like they have all the creators, they come in and there's kind of like this, this narrative, um, the most popular creators. Well, you know, obviously all good things must come to an end. The first few years were really good. Actually, they had like the year Gangnam Style came out and all that. And um, and then 2018 came out and it literally felt like this company was like pushing this message, political message down everyone's throat. Um, that's kind of how it felt to me. Um, and I know a lot of people um, thought the same way because the video as of this recording has over 17 million dislikes compared to the uh, 2.6 million likes. And the video has 180 million views. So it's been seen by a lot of people. And, at uh, least at least 2019 is doing better for its like to dislike ratio. Well, 2018 has well, 5 so million. Far. Yeah. Well, YouTube Rewind 2018 only has 40 million views of this recording. And it has 5.3 million dislikes and only 2.3 million likes. So honestly, I feel, and I, I said this to, to, to Isaac and Brody um, w- before we were recording this, but I think that they should have a YouTube rewind video for every language. Because one of the big things that I noticed in this was a lot of creators were from um, India and from like Japan, China, you know, Asia, all those, all those um, countries in Asia. And um, honestly, we, you know, I only speak one language, you know, I, I did take French and German in school, but I couldn't speak that to save my life. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people in the States, speak one language and that's english so i think they should they should do a video um for every language so you know every country that speaks this language some of some of canada some, you know the united states obviously you know the uk ireland all those countries australia um you know you make one big video for them and then you do like videos because there's like a billion people in in india and a ton of people in asia so you know this might uh this could i don't know it's a, it's a suggestion but um well i mean all the different languaged areas have different cultures you know our culture is yeah. different than india's and so if we have both those cultures mixed into the same video we're probably going to be cringing at the parts that are more their culture even though it's you know a normal fine thing it's yeah. just like we're not going to like watching that rewind we're not going to relate to it whereas rewind is meant to be something that is like looking back on all the stuff we remember and stuff we did we didn't watch these indian like dance videos or whatever well what what google and youtube don't seem to understand is so like one of the big things i saw was k-pop and and mukbangs and, and all that you know people eat food and and whatnot but um, one of the big things that I've noticed that YouTube doesn't really understand is who YouTube um, is, right? They think that... So this these videos are usually meant for advertisers to attract advertisers. But the real people on YouTube that are getting the most viewed uh, views that are, the, that are the most well-known aren't even really featured in these videos. The commentary community is, in fact, one of the largest communities on YouTube, one of the most popular communities on YouTube. And they are never really included in these YouTube rewinds or really in- included by YouTube and anything for that matter. Um, you know, Pyrocynical one to be exact, um, a bunch of them. Uh, Calyx, you know, big people like that. They're not really, they're huge. Everyone knows who these people are on, on the platform. Um, but, you know, uh, a lot of people 
Uh, YouTube just doesn't really feature them. It's almost like they don't they don't care uh, that they that they exist or, or it's not advertiser friendly. I guess is the term I should be using. But um, but I mean they put PewDiePie in this one, so that's something. PewDiePie is not really a comment. Like, he does gaming content, but you see, he, well, he's he's a part. He, of the he went through a phase of doing a lot of like commentary and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. True. But you know, like I'm talking about like H. Well, H3H3 H3 was actually in the video at the start, but um, I don't know. Like Leafy is here when he was huge. He wasn't in that. You oh. know, people might say, I know, I never watched his content. He was very cringy, but. He brought hundreds of millions of views to YouTube, and they didn't even really care. Like they they tried to to have this fake kind of. And I know you don't like Keemstar, also, but he's one of the big creators on the platform. Um, you know the Phase guys like Phase Banks and all them. Rice Gum was was actually in this video, but um, you know he he could have he didn't really play that big of a part. But this video also kind of felt very lazy because there was no original filming or anything. It was basically just like a montage of of everything you know already already made videos so like there was nothing new other than like text and like some transitions and whatnot so i don't know it kind of i don't know it kind of felt lazy yeah no I, i i agree with that i mean i don't i don't think it has to be anything huge i, I just think it's you know no. what they what they present that matters the most and i mean this is think- just not great it was not a. I think it was not an enjoyable video to watch. I solely watched it because we were going to be talking about it. Like yeah. I would have, I would have never chosen to watch that video on my own. Yeah, personally, I would have clicked off twenty seconds in because I didn't care. Yeah. I'm not a fan of you know Watch Mojo videos. <laughs> <laughs> watch Mojo was actually number trending. nine. <laughs> yeah, Watch Mojo was actually trending on Twitter when this when this came out. But uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like. Because people were like, "Oh, it's another Watch Mojo video," you know what I mean? Like, I think well, it's I mean, cool it, that YouTube it isn't does because nobody's talking in it. It's literally yeah. just like like a slideshow, <laughs> right? Watch Vote Mojo made a funny video, uh, basically copying this video, but like with their own style. It was like oh, top really? five video. Yeah, yeah, it was on their channel. Um, I should have linked it to you, but it was funny. Um, they acknowledged it, but um, yeah. I think it's cool that they do this to represent their creators, but they're just, they're representing the wrong creators that no one cares about. And I think that's kind of annoying because there are a lot of big creators that do a lot for the platform and, you know. Well, well, Gage, it's not people that people don't care about. It's people that we don't care about. And I feel like a lot of people that would be the ones, uh, like a lot of the American people, I feel like probably wouldn't would be feeling the same thing we feel where we just don't really care about a lot of the stuff in here. Yeah. A lot of the, con- a lot of the creators in this, in the, in the rewinds are people that are either irrelevant or really haven't been making content in a long time. Like they have, like a lot of original creators have been in these videos in the past, but nowadays they get like no views on videos. So the people don't really care about them anymore. Like 2018, um, 2017's YouTube Rewind, in my opinion, is probably the best YouTube Rewind ever. Because um, regardless if you like the Pauls or any of the, those people, they <sighs> were the most popular people. Listen, they were the most popular <laughs> people of that year, and they were in this video. Like, no one really cares about these these channels from, like, foreign countries. And I'm not saying people don't care about them. People in their in their region care about them, obviously, because they're popular, 
but they're just not popular in the States. So if, if YouTube wants to get it right next year, they ought to seriously look into doing a separate video for every region. Uh, language. I think language would be the best because a lot of Americans watch videos from like people from UK the UK, stuff. Australia. Yeah. I mean, I, I watch a few Australian YouTubers and I, I, you know, obviously they speak English. So I think, I think that's probably YouTube's best bet personally, but, um, I don't know. Maybe they just won't do it next year. Maybe they'll just learn their lesson and just freaking <laughs> stop making these videos. But I don't know. I look for I look forward to them every year. Like I do. It's one of those things. The 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 um first Thursday of every December it drops and um this year I thought they were gonna do something different and they did do something truly different, but they just didn't do the right different, you know? Like they started off making fun of themselves, which I thought would be funny. But another thing they should really look at is memes. Like memes are what shape the internet. Well, <laughs> like, I don't know if they would do memes because of all the drama that's going on in Europe over them. Did you see PewDiePie did the YouTube Rewind last year? He did uh YouTube Rewind, but it's but it's actually good. Did you see that video? I uh yeah, I think I watched that. It was basically like Grande and Dolan Dark, the biggest meme creators on the internet, like made made clips. And they put it together, and it was I. I actually liked the video way better than I liked freaking YouTube Rewind because, you know, I get it. Not everyone likes memes, but like memes are what shape the internet nowadays. Like people that don't understand memes are using memes to like companies that don't really understand them use memes to market and and because it's just popular. Everyone knows what a meme is, so I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe next year they'll do better. <laughs> so, uh, what, what's, what's been interesting this week for you guys? I know, I know, uh, Brody showed me this hilarious, uh, or not really hilarious, but just super cool, uh, guy that, that like studies, uh, ancient techniques for using bows and stuff. Lars Anderson. It's, it's super cool stuff to watch. He, uh, He's just messing around with a bow, blasting things. He has a little YouTube channel. Oh yeah, that sounds yeah, cool. It's, <laughs> it's like is shooting. He ar- is he an archer? Yeah, he's well, obviously it's archery videos. I said that. Yeah, but he's doing. He's like it's totally in a new way. Well, old new way. Yeah. Oh, it's that crazy. sounds cool. Who who's this guy? What what's his name? Lars is Lars Anderson. Lars Anderson. That's cool. Yeah. So he has How- like. He has like videos of him like shooting. Uh, he's a lot of uh, from what I can tell, it's a lot of videos of just like him doing cool feats and stuff. Have you ever done archery, Isaac? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I've shot a bow, but like I've never done archery yeah. kind of deal. They had a program at the high school, and I did it well, last year. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me and Gage were yeah we were little archers. It was <laughs> awesome, dude. You should have you should have gone to with that. Should have gone to Cap and been like, "No, you're doing it all wrong." Maybe I should. <laughs> Dude, do if you that. saw the Lars Anderson thing, geez, <laughs> that'd be crazy. Should send that to him. What about uh? What about you, Gage? What's what's been interesting this week? You know, this week I finished Dark Souls. <laughs> um, so back in uh, we were I was a junior in high school, and Dark Souls Remastered came out, and um, Birdie and and one of our friends downloaded it and um i started playing it 
we all did, and I got about 85% complete with it. So then, like, three days ago, um, my rainbow video dropped on, on YouTube, and Brody was like, yo, we ought to play some some Dark Souls. So I, I downloaded Dark Souls, and again, to finish the game. And I we, we did about, we started late, uh, early last night. We killed about six bosses from last night to to like today as we're recording this we we uh, on Saturday um and I completed the game so I uh, awesome <laughs> thanks Brody for your help yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> I it's now in my Twitter bio I'm I'm a um uh, verified gamer and I um be dark souls so yeah on uh, on your Discord, you have a thing saying you're a verified Epic gamer. I am an Epic gamer. Or that's that's what you set that new like tag system to. You have a little spinny check mark, <laughs> Epic gamer. Yeah, man. I'm an Epic gamer. <laughs> final, his name will go into the uh, history books, the Epic <laughs> gamer history books, <laughs> officially now because he beat Dark Souls. So Brody, how how's your week been? My week's been good. We're nearing towards christmas time so i've been deciding on things that might look interesting to me this year and one of those is a brewing kombucha and so for christmas i've been asking for a bunch of different things to do it with santa can you send me a nice scoby (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah santa santa bring me some high pressure Carbonization bottles. That <laughs> kombucha, kombucha is definitely interesting. I I like watching that video of that guy that you showed me, Brody, drinking the entire cup of. That was nasty. No, that was that was though. for the. That was very. That was for the shock factor. That wasn't really. I know, but it was funny. Supposed to be. My like, brother and my mom are very much into kombucha. They they like it, so I don't know. Brody, can you I, I get, uh, can I've, you explain what kombucha is? To those who wouldn't otherwise know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like tea, and you put sugar in the tea, so it's like a sweet tea, and then you put in like a, well, you find, you either find or you have to like somehow get uh, live bacteria culture. That's called the SCOBY, and you pretty much put it in there, and it it eats the sugar and produces a, an acidy drink. <laughs> it's kind of healthy. It's supposed to like have the healthy bacteria in it, kind of like yogurt does. So if if you have it too long sitting out, does doesn't it create alcohol like a beer? Um, no. If you leave it out for too long, it'll create something that's like vinegar because yep. of the acid content, but not. It won't be the same as vinegar. Okay. Right. Yeah, cause that that, that guy, cool. the, the the video that Gage was talking about, where the guy was chugging on the huge glass of, uh. Of kombucha, yeah, of something he was complaining was like about it tasting vinegary, so he clearly messed it up. Yeah, he left it out way too long. <laughs> you were telling us that um, in order to get a scoby, yeah, yeah, I mean, like you can you buy them on Amazon, but they'll probably be like dehydrated because <laughs> it's really something that you either like you have to obtain it somehow. You can't just kind of like make it. And well, you can make it. Try to better explain this scoby cuz like you had explained it to us when we were uh, we were going out to the movies one time and that was the first time you were talking about it. And 
in my mind, it wasn't at all what I saw when I like when you sent me a video of it. So I imagined like a little piece of bacteria or whatever floating in the water, and that was the scoby, and it was like a little dish thingy. But no, it's this huge slab of like bacteria slime stuff that just sits at the top, and then when it's done uh, doing its thing, there's like a dead one at the bottom of your drink, and then there's this new one, this huge puck of scoby um yeah. i mean it's and it looks thing. disgusting it, it looks absolutely yeah, it disgusting <laughs> i don't know why you want to drink like this a fruit stuff. roll up he said it tastes <laughs> like a fruit roll up <laughs> well i mean right. it can have an interesting taste i mean there's many reasons why someone might want to do it like it's it's a healthy it's a healthy alternative to like soda and i mean it would taste better than just plain seltzer water Maybe. I mean, I just think it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I I guess. (laughs) If if you made some kombucha and you drank it first and like waited a couple days and then had me try it, I would try it. But I probably wouldn't try it just like off the cuff. You know, I want to make sure I'm not going to get sick from this bacteria beverage. Well, I mean, it's something for people. It's something. People have been doing a long time. You know, it's it's something that can be trusted. <laughs> I mean, hippies do a lot of crazy things. Doesn't mean they can all be trusted. If you want to try well, kombucha, you'd be better off to go to Hannaford and get a bottle that's like oh, yeah, made. Yeah, definitely. That way yeah, you definitely. can try it. Because it, when it's homemade, obviously, it's going to take a while to perfect the recipe, right? You know, yep. the amount. So right, but I'm. I wouldn't be. Drink, first I wouldn't be drinking it because I want to try kombucha. I'd be drinking it because Brody would probably want me to try his kombucha. Yeah, but it's. It, isn't it like an acquired taste, Brody? Like, um, no. I mean, I I, I can go to Hannaford, and uh, one of the companies sells this one that's like vanilla flavored, and I I like it. I personally like it. Yeah. So are you're doing black you're using black tea, right? You said green well, tea. Black what, what tea was, is the pretty much only one you want to use. I think yeah. you can mess it up if you use any sort of other like you're not supposed to use like Earl Grey or something like that or or green tea. Well Earl Grey know. is black tea. It is. What what's in it besides? It is, but I mean like like I mean like breakfast blend. You're not supposed to like use something like that. Oh, just yeah. because I have other additives like in it to change the flavor because it's not just black tea leaves there's also a certain i don't know if it's just the preparation of the leaves or if it's other things they add into the tea bag to flavor it different yeah this is something you you want to use like raw raw ingredients raw loose raw loose like tea leaves like yeah any additives or preservatives or flavorings i think can mess it up interesting neat but that's my plan (laughs) <laughs> that's my plan awesome. if, if any if any of our listeners have a scoby they'd be willing to donate to brody here i bet he'd appreciate <laughs> that yeah yeah I might help contribute like to the midday mumbles podcast by giving us your scobies <laughs> and also um if you do want to see that guy who drank that cup i'll, I'll link it on the youtube video in the description below because i found it quite interesting so I'm sure you'll. Yeah, he's a pretty pretty interesting content creator. (laughs) (laughs) So moving on, um, some pretty funny news. Uh, Not really news. It's just something funny I found. Um, So 
someone's home in Utah uh, was valued at a billion dollars. Um, you might think that it has a lot of land or it's a nice big grand house, but no. Okay, it was a typo. This is a uh, a 1,570 square foot home. It was built in 1979 and was recorded on 2019 tax roll with a market rate value of more than $987 million. When in reality, this home was only worth uh, valued at $302,000. Imagine now, imagine I'm, getting your thing, like imagine having to pay your taxes and then it's like, you got to pay taxes for a billion dollar home. You're like, Wait, what? <laughs> I'm not going to pretend... I have no idea what many of those words meant, but uh, I know that it that probably isn't worth a billion dollars. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's kind of funny. Uh, but I guess um, I guess it, it uh, some like the town's got to pay for it or something. It was a big mistake. Um, nine hundred and I'm not the best at math, but nine hundred eighty-seven million dollars is a little bit more than three hundred two thousand. Um. <laughs> So there's a couple extra digits there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I hope that they they figure it out. But um, I don't know. I, what do, what do you think on this, Brody? You think it's uh it's worth a billion dollars? Sounds like something that came out of the housing bubble. <laughs> is the ha- does, is the house yeah. worth that much? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we're not we're not experts in real estate at all. But um. Yeah, no, I, I, I found it kind of funny. I, obviously, it's not funny for them, but, but um, like apparently it was like a typo on their someone on their phone or something. That's what I read. So, I'm not sure how you'd make this big of a mistake on your cell phone, but um, I guess the town was the county was prepared to get some big amounts of money in taxes, and. Uh, they thought that they actually had a home valued at a billion dollars, and then they found out that it wasn't wasn't uh, right. So no, but don't do paperwork on your cell phone. <laughs> buy a computer. <laughs> buy a computer at buyacomputer dot com. <laughs> Buyacomputersupplies dot com. Man, I, I don't. I don't um, think that's a website. I know. Uh, <laughs> moving on. So one of the front runners in the Democratic. Um, the DNC has dropped out of the race, the 2020 race. Uh, Kamala Harris dropped out um, because her campaign ran out of money. Uh, she was a front runner in the uh, the DNC. Uh, and obviously, uh, there were like 20 of them or something, 30. There were a lot of candidates when it first started, and a lot of them are dropping out because a lot of them realize they're either not going to win or um, they, they run out of money. One of the big ones that... Um, Besides Kamala Harris, uh, Andrew Yang didn't qualify for the next Democratic debate. So I'm pretty sure we'll hear that he's going to drop out in the next few months. But um, yeah, no, I mean, still t- it's still 2019. So it's very it's very early. Uh, you know, we really can't can't predict anything who's even going to be on be in the front um, by next November on the ballot. But um, yeah, this is uh, it's definitely interesting. Um, I didn't, I wasn't ever really a big fan of Kamala Harris. Like I wasn't really a fan of any of them, but, um, Kamala Harris was very much, uh, she was very, uh, she followed everyone else in the sense where if someone did something, she copied, like, uh, one of the big things was they were putting the pronouns in their Twitter bio, like his, um, him, his slash him, 
her slash hers or, or whatnot. And uh, a lot of the candidates were doing that. And then Kamala can Harris I can I have too. it be him slash hers? So it's like really confusing to talk to me so that you don't know if you want to call me her in this sentence or the him in this one, because it depends on like, uh, like the tense of the sentence, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, I feel um, like I feel like mine should be him <laughs> slash hers, not him slash or like he slash hers, not, you know, he slash him. I, I want to be called both. But yeah, but depending on the scenario in the sentence, or also be very. Yeah, she dropped they, they for that one. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah. I, I'm very offended by they. I'm very, very offended by they. It triggers me to even think about that. Okay, don't trigger me, Brody. But yeah, um, she dropped out. There's really no like. You look at you like uh, in like the 2012 race or or even before that you you could look at you know 20 2008 or whatnot you could look at candidates and be like okay well this is what sets this part this person um a different uh, you know different from the other but this year all the candidates in the DNC are literally a copy and paste of each other I think at this point you're just gonna vote on who who has the best hair um (laughs) what well they all they're all running on the same promises like there's not one that's that's more unique than the other like they're all running on the same basic income okay next candidate please make your the only thing that's all basic income anyone i think it's a good idea okay next next uh candidate yeah i think we need to give everybody at least a thousand dollars every month <laughs> yeah, Andrew hmm. Yang is basically the only unique one there, and he only he wants to give you more. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm surprised he hasn't qualified for the next Democratic debate. But, um, yeah, no, uh, one of the big things is they all say we got to be Trump. We got to be Trump. Like, come on, you're you're trying way too hard, man. You're trying way too hard. But, um, all I know, Trump 2020. That's that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I know, same. Um, how about we just let's let's do the Trumps like the next hundred years of just Trumps, right? I'm pretty sure. So, I'm pretty sure he would be dead. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. So Trump, and Trump, I'm pretty yeah, sure does, that, that Trump, surpasses two terms. Trump, no, 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 no. Tr- Donald Trump completes this this uh, this uh, last uh, his next term, right? And mm-hmm. then Eric Trump comes in. And then Baron, uh, oh, uh, then okay, Ivanka Trump comes in. Oh, I don't in. like the sound of that. And then Donald so, Trump So Jr. basically, comes in. you're uh, suggesting and we have Baron it be like in. a monarchy, like old England yeah. kind of deal? No, no, no. I'm saying we're going to keep getting over. elected. We're going to keep oh, making America great again. Only in the family. <laughs> we got to... Yeah, no. no. We need to make sure the Trumps only inbreed. We got to keep the bloodline pure. <laughs> I'm not saying a but monarchy. But they also run the com- <laughs> company. Oh, shit. No, yeah, I, I don't think that would work. Gage is a monarch confirmed. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I personally think that I'm. I was just kidding. It was a joke. But like, I don't. I after this, I mean, I'm hoping that someone else will come along because honestly, this is shit. Like you know, that's been going on is quite ridiculous. Like there has not been another president in, in history that's gotten as much scrutiny as Trump has. And um, literally, How do you know dem- you didn't live in the past. Um, I took history class, Brody. I took history class, Brody. I mean, yeah, but you didn't. You didn't live in that time. 
I mean, no, even but... Obama got quite a lot of quite a lot of flack. Not as bad as not Trump. as bad, but not he did bad. he did get. It pretty... was only one network, and that was Fox. Like that was really talking about him, and sure. they gave up. But both, gave up both sides quickly. do it. It's not. It's just they have a lot more power to really punch hard and try to t- pass a false narrative yeah. kind of deal. Well, I read that they're they're planning on pushing the impeachment vote before Christmas. That way, people won't. So they're they're afraid that these uh, senators are going to go away on their holiday break. They're going to come back. They're, they're going to talk to their family members and all that, and they're going to change their mind on whether or not they want to impeach him. Um, I'm going to tell you what, though. If Trump does get impeached, like, he's going to win again. Like, not not impeached, but if, if, um, if they attempt to impeach him, like, they actually go to vote and everything... They've already started this, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to um, um, uh, predict something right this this early on. But I have a feeling he's gonna he's gonna win in a landslide in 2020. Is, because... is there any other Republicans running right now, or is it just Trump? No, no. It's just the 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 RNC isn't going to put another Republican up on the ticket. That's the, like Trump is in office right now. That they're. He's the best chance of of them getting another term in the in the uh, White House, the executive branch. Right, but what? But let's just play out the scenario where he does get impeached. Wouldn't they be really scrambling hard? They'll probably put Mike Pence up there. I mean, he could if he gets impeached, he can run again. Oh sure, like he hasn't fulfilled two terms. So impeachment is just. Removing him from office. Will, and the the even if it will go Donald Trump twenty sixteen with Mike Pence vice president, Donald Trump twenty twenty with Mike Pence vice president, and then twenty twenty four Mike Pence with Donald Trump vice president. Honestly, I, I would planned. vote for Mike Pence. <laughs> I lo- honestly no, I'm a huge fan of Mike Pence. Like I didn't really know him that well before the before the twenty sixteen election, but I've done a lot of research in on him. And he is a really, really good politician. Like seriously, I've I watched me I watched and listened to some interviews. He's more hardcore than Trump. Like, can you believe that, guys? Like, he is. He's like twice as hardcore as, as Trump when it comes to um, enforcing laws and uh, and policy and stuff. So, well, because Trump really isn't even that extreme of a Republican. No, like at least when he first he was started a Democrat. running. He was a registered Democrat all his life. Right. He switched to Republican when he ran. Because Republicans and Democrats were two totally different things in the course of history. You know what I mean? Like, we've evolved into... Both parties have evolved into different parties, you know, because they've, they've changed their, their stance on, on policy. And, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not going <laughs> to... To to predict anything right now, because I mean it's friggin' December. Well, well, they'll start talking about this in next August. Well, they're still they're gonna keep talking about it, but I don't think anyone should really start worrying until like August or so when they start doing like the debates, um, with like the president versus the Democratic nominee. Those are gonna be interesting. Honestly, I hope Joe Biden gets it because Trump is gonna wreck Biden. Also, maybe Warren. But I don't know. I feel like Warren would have a a high chance of of winning because I don't know. She's she's very popular in like big cities. So 
and they got a lot of electoral college power. Right, big big cities hold a lot, a lot of power. Yeah, and they're also like typically Maine, pretty liberal. Yeah, Maine is pretty interesting because we have we have three electoral college points, but the northern part I of us only had two. We get, no, we get we have three, but the southern Maine gets two, and up here we get one in northern Maine. So southern Maine has more power than we do up here. Southern Maine is very liberal, whereas northern Maine is very conservative. So, also this week on the third. Halo Master Chief Collection uh, launched for PC, which I was pretty excited about. Um, yeah, and I'll, I've got to be honest; I was a little disappointed once I started playing it. But I'll, I'll explain a little bit first. So they're releasing Halo Reach right now um, in the Master Chief Collection. It's only Halo Reach for PC, and then they're going to keep going in chronological order for the game's release. So it will be Halo combat evolved for the next one they release whenever they have that ready and then two three wait so not all the games are ready right now no it's just reach wait seriously yeah wow and they've definitely got a lot of kinks to work out so right now so when i first got in i was excited because i expected to work like any other pc game so i uncap my frame rate so i could take advantage of my 144 hertz monitor i you know turned off all mouse acceleration i turned on v-sync i you know i did all the gamer things you do on pc the the advantage of pc over xbox and it ran horrible absolutely atrocious i was so disappointed like my mouse tracking it was terrible it would like stutter as i was trying to look around that's interesting. And it wasn't like a frame rate problem from what I could tell. It just like wasn't registering my mouse movements correctly. Just in Halo Reach, not in any other game. So it's... Yeah. And then, so then I was reading on forums and stuff and you have to turn off... You're, you have to limit it to 60 frames per second. You have to turn off V-Sync. You have to do undo every gamer thing you did to it. <laughs> And you, it's I like played, you're playing console, but with a mouse and keyboard. It was it was pretty disappointing. I mean, I still love it. I, I'm still happy it released because I love Halo Reach. You know, it feels really good to be able to go and play that again. But it's disappointing. And and Forge isn't on it yet. And that was one of the things I'm, I was more excited about because that's mostly what I did in the past on Reach. I'd go with my friends and play weird custom Forge mode downloaded games. Downloaded custom maps. <laughs> yeah, th- those are so much fun, though, you know? Racing around yeah. on mongooses trying to snipe each other off the backs of them. That's fun. Yeah, that was <laughs> the biggest part of what Halo Reach was after you played the, what the game was. Right. Did you play much Halo, Halo Birdie? Yeah, yeah, back on the 360. Yeah. Yeah, the Master Chief Collection came out on the Xbox One uh, quite a few years ago. But when it launched, all the games were available. So... That surprises me. Well, you have to you have to understand, Gage, that it's a lot harder because they're not they're not running a emulator to run it like it's being run on an Xbox 360. Instead, they're actually making it natively run on the computer, which is a pretty difficult feat. So they have yeah. to basically remake the entire game. Oh yeah, whereas I know. whereas I know. on the Xbox One, they can just make it run on the xbox one because the xbox one is made to be able to run on the same architecture 360 for the games that were backwards compatible 
They should have started working on this though, like way back when the original Master Chief Collection came out. That way, well, all been, the games could have been ready. I, I think they were working on it for like a year before this one came out, or they were they were working on it for quite a while. I think it like announced a year ago though. Nelson says hi to everyone. that's <laughs> listening to the podcast. He's trying to get up on the microphone. <laughs> oh. Hey, For boy. those who don't know, Nelson is Gage's dog. They name their dog <laughs> after their last name. Yeah. Like weirdos. <laughs> We're weirdos, yeah. Isaac. <laughs> Nelson just made a cameo. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the Master Chief Collection is now uh, is on PC, but it's $39.99, which is a lot cheaper than I expected. But I guess since it's only one game, that... I mean, and it's really old. So. Well, but but when you buy, because I think you can just buy Reach in it and play just Reach, and I think that was a lot cheaper. I didn't I didn't check. I can pull it up. But if you buy the Master Chief Collection, you get all the other games when they release. I'm just playing it on the Xbox Game Pass for PC, and that's how I got it. Yeah, I can just download it off that. But well, I might I might download it. I don't know. I'm not really a huge Halo fan, to be honest. I, I actually, I voice act in an, in a Halo animated series, so um, it's kind of ironic that I, <laughs> I'm not really a big Halo fan and I'm involved in that, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I tried ha- playing Halo 5, but I just I didn't Well, really you picked like the that. wrong one to play. Halo 5 yeah. is the worst example of Halo ever. I played Halo 4 on the 360. Halo 4, so what happened was Halo CE, which is the first, 2, 3, and Reach, those are all Bungie, and I think Halo 4 was 3, 4, 3. 4, 4. 3, 4, yeah. And they they kind of ruined the series, 3, 4, 3. Bungie did a much, much, much better job telling the story. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. I my friend that is doing the animated series is, is all huge into this, and he he told me his, the story. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really a huge gamer in that <laughs> sense where I play those games. But. I thought I thought you were an epic gamer. I am an epic yeah, gamer. I okay, I play my Fortnite, my Minecraft, my Rainbow. Are you lying to us? I am a Dark Souls legend. Okay, guys. Um. <laughs> Well, guys, thank you all for listening to this episode of the Midday Mumbles podcast. We're glad you chose an hour of your time to listen to us talk. Um, But before we end the episode, this episode is brought to you by All's Well, dreaming mattresses for real life. All's Well believes in the power of a good night's sleep. For all, it's been their guiding principle since launch. Okay, their goal is to create an affordable mattress without sacrificing quality or luxury. The result: the Oswald Queen costs three hundred and forty-five dollars. That isn't a typo. That's a good price. Uh, use the offer link in the description to get free shipping, a ten-year limited warranty, a one hundred-night risk-free trial, and financing as low as zero percent APR. Okay, Oswald, thank you for sponsoring the episode. Thank you for sponsoring the last few episodes. Um, buy a mattress, guys. Come on, they're great mattresses. You want to sleep on a mattress that's that's uh, dreamy tonight, <laughs> people? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So we have social media now: um, Instagram Midday Mumbles Podcast, Twitter Midday Mumbles, uh, YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel Midday Mumbles. 
uh, is the name. Uh, Facebook Midday Mumbles. Come on, add us on there. There's some exclusive content on YouTube. Um, and uh, Spotify has an extended version um, for some extra extra content. Um, so yeah, guys. Um, thank you all for listening to this episode of the Midday Mumbles podcast. I'm Gage, signing off. What are you doing? Okay, well, Isaac, we'll Isaac, Isaac Brody, are you guys yeah. can sign off? No, but you were like, I'm Gage signing off. And then that was it. Yeah. And then okay. I, I, was okay. to say, I was trying it's to just say me something. And Isaac. Me, me and Brody, we're just going to continue okay. going, gonna, I guess. Yeah. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still here. I felt, very, I felt very left in the dark. I felt like you were just the only one doing this podcast. What are you forgetting I'm about sorry. us, Gage? We Brody, still the Isaac only one leaving. Gage, signing off. <laughs> See you next time. I'm here too. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I said uh, everyone. I'll head out. <laughs> I, I'm going to head I, out. I'm going to head out. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs>